I mean, she's the only person I think. There are only two people I think that have been canceled, and it's Sabrina Claudio and uh, Chrisette Michelle. They're the only people I've seen. Yeah, like people actually held on to like, yo, we done with them. Like people say they cancel Kanye. Kanye could come out with an yeah. album tomorrow. Yeah, and people would still listen to it to a rate of enough to where they'd be like, oh, okay. But when people say they're gonna cancel somebody, I don't. I'd be like, okay. Okay. No, I mean it, they canceled Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I was like, okay. You can't cancel anybody, but can't like cancel. the funny part is, like we say to keep the same energy, but you know who ever keeps the same energy? No one. No one keeps the same energy ever. And if you do, and you try to do it, then people think you're crazy for actually keeping the same. It's called being accountable. They no one. They canceled no Daisy, and then they they dropped them shoes. Yeah, shoes look fire. <laughs> they so, drop shoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should go take a look at them. All right. It's nice, it's well, nice, I mean, it's actually not bad. Shoes, I'm sure they come in many different colorways. Yeah. Especially the oh, colorway of black. Black and ugly as ever, however, stay Houston down to my socks. It's your boy. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that was terrible. That was it's a horrible Yeah, it was a horrible one, but it's all good. Uh, it's, yeah, Avery, like a very nice guy, it's still up there. Um, Actually, we're back with another In My Humble Opinion podcast, and we also have Just Devon. Hi, how's it going? Great. We're back this week. We're back this week. We were gone this last week, took a little nice little vacation, relaxed. Did we? And now we're back. Well, we did. I mean, we didn't post a lot. We was, you know, recording. I was relaxed. (laughs) So. It was a regular week. Yeah. I was was like, oh, okay. (laughs) It's like, all right. Fair enough. Then we're joined with a special guest today. By the name of Chad Black, singer, songwriter, producer, arranger, um, what is it? Entrepreneur, part-time ninja, Jedi, four-time WWE champion. Uh, He did my taxes. Uh, He fixed the muffler on my car. Uh, He just does does so much stuff. stuff. He does so much stuff. You can't like you can't just put him in a box. You know? How you doing today? What's up? Listen, I just want to say I have never had an introduction. Uh, so prolific. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do appreciate that. Yeah, it's a good start. Um, oh, thank I'm you. really happy to be here. I've been watching and following you guys, and I think this is super. Uh, good. Oh, we thank you very much. And really, only the beginning of where I can really see you guys. Thanks I mean, a lot, I mean, man. Of course, we honestly feel the same way about the artists we pull on. I mean, and we're going to get into it because you, you we're going to talk about your agency and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Houston has a lot of talent. Dobezy talked about it. Uh, the last. Was that the last episode or the episode before? It was the episode before. Uh, It's just got a lot of talent. Yeah. Uh, The whole thing is the only problems that we've ever, that I've ever had with the city is just the lack of the the machine behind it. Mm -hmm. There's talented people here. They just ain't got no place to go. They have to go somewhere else to do stuff. And now they have people hopefully like us, mm-hmm. like you, Absolutely. like other people that are like, yeah. okay, let me start on the ground floor mm-hmm. and start building out this net so people have places to develop their craft, mm-hmm. places to go to for their media, places like that. That's all it is because there's just entirely too many people here for it to not pop. That's eventually. true. You know, and, <laughs> and in, in addition to the lack of the machine right here, there's always been a lack of um, unity. Mm. I give so it. one of it's the biggest point. things, one of my biggest um, points that I'd like to prove is that when you get a group of people that may be the minority and you get them to come together, um, 
they all start to realize how much more powerful we are. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. together. And Absolutely. So, and then, so then the fans and the community responds to that, and then they come out, and they don't feel like they can only cheer for one artist. Uh, they can yeah. support an entire agency yeah. of people. So yeah. that's a part of the, the plan or uh, the vision as well. It's just to promote the unity of it all. It makes sense. I mean, you see it working a lot of things. The fact that Jay-Z, like, I mean, just... I'm 35, so it's like, that's what I look at. But, like, the fact that Jay-Z had, like, Rockefeller and then you have somebody like Beanie Siegel, like, somebody who wasn't, like, into that type of rap would be like, oh, I'm going to go listen to that because he's affiliated with this person. So you've seen collectors be together. And an agency, collective. Right. Like, And it makes perfect Mm -hmm. sense. Plus, you work well with a lot of people. We've seen you work well with, I mean, well, we're not going to go there. We've seen you work well with somebody, but... Mm -hmm. If we're gonna start, let's start from the beginning. Who is Chad J? Um, definitely somebody I didn't come here to to, uh, <laughs> to talk about. So I thank you uh, for that. Um, that is my start, you know. And you know, we all have a iffy relationship. Some well, sometimes we have, you know, are shaky about our starts. And so that was a, a guy, an artist who was lost and who really desperately needed to be a part of an agency of some sort Aha. to help him navigate his way through things and make better decisions so um but because of that guy which now makes me happy that you brought it up um a wealth of experience was born and 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 that guy went through the things that he went through so that chad black and the seven now the 713 agency we have the uh a full experience to pull from in terms of following out the vision of being able to help people not have to go through some of the things that Chad okay all right if you're talking about when we're talking about going back to just the chad j Let's not say era, which is the time we were saying, Chad J. This is your start. How old are you? Um, this is uh, 12, 13, 14. 12, 13, and 14. Yeah, yeah, you're a kid, mm-hmm. and you're, you're here in Houston. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, where, where are you from? You're from here? I'm from Houston. Now, uh, what, what, gets you, what gets you starting to singing? Um, well, it started off with a keyboard mm. that was gifted to me uh, one Christmas. And then that turned into me producing, and then that turned into me writing. And then um, I've always looked up to Missy Elliott, Pharrell, and Timbaland. Okay. And I love how they're able to have these dual careers, some some even quadruple careers. They're able to do whatever they want to do, when they want to do it, go in and out of season. Um, okay. And That's unintentionally, true. I have followed that path. So that started as a kid. I was doing this and doing that. I never really stuck to one thing, which was an issue, you know, but... It, it was just—it was only the beginning of what what I now see my purpose is, and I'm not supposed to be in just doing one thing. And that could definitely time. be an issue early on. Absolutely. And I, I mean, especially I guess the the music uh, industry, let's just call it of old, where we want you to do one mm-hmm. thing. What are you like, good at? Yeah. We want you, and now they're getting to this point where I mean, you have so many people getting in the entertainment industry that are like, oh no, I just do a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what do you do? Whatever I feel like doing mm-hmm. right now. Exactly. Yeah. Like today, I'm doing comedy. Tomorrow right. I'm yeah. doing this. Tomorrow right. I'm doing this. As long as I figure out a way to market and sell it, mm-hmm. that's and what what's I the do. issue. And so yeah. to pick to piggy, piggyback off of that, because so many people are doing it, there's power in that Absolutely. in that number yeah. and in that unity. Into where we're saying to the record companies, we don't have to do one thing. We don't have to sing. Makes pop. sense. And if enough of us say it, who are they going to sign? Yeah, you yeah. know, outside of us, you know. Yeah. So it's just for for many years they've had the power, or they have, you know, is this P- a PG show? No, no, no. no, 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 They have mind fucked us all into thinking that we have to be cookie cutter. 
It's not PG, but yeah. my mom looks at the show. Hi, mom. Okay, sorry. Well, well, he said, hey, you tell me that now. Brenda. We're sorry. No, 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 no. no. She just be like, no. <laughs> he told me that. He said, he told me that now. Yeah. No, no, no. But it's for his real, fault, mom. It is, it is <laughs> one of those things where it's like you're seeing a lot. Uh, I told my brother, I saw uh, phony people. Yeah. Phony people, uh, the collective out of Brooklyn, and they did like eight different styles of music in that concert. And it was a great concert. They were doing ska, they were doing reggae, they were doing R&B, they were doing hip-hop, they were doing jazz, funk. And it was an enjoyable concert throughout. And I just kept looking. I'm like, they couldn't have done this in 2000. No. Like, somebody would have been like, what, what do y'all do? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Put you in so a box. at 13... You decide. You're playing. Mm-hmm. You're, well, actually, I'm sorry. What is that? What was your main focus then? At um, I was literally experimenting with everything at the same damn time. So okay. I just, <laughs> I really didn't have a focus. I just knew music was the focus, and I knew, uh, okay. I knew that music in general, everything about it, fascinated me. I was fascinated by it. So um, I didn't have a focus. I really didn't. I cannot remember. Um, me focusing on one thing, one thing until I started to get hired for, hired for things. Who was your first hire? Who hired you oh, first? Oh wow, who hired me first? Probably your church. Okay. Probably my church um, at the time, and then from there I started to work with the members mm-hmm. who wanted to have careers in music and things like that. And then uh, they told somebody, and then they told somebody, and so here I am over a decade later. You know, still doing the same thing. That's so, good. Word of mouth. Each one, teach one. Uh, absolutely. And over ten years of that, I'm able to do it full time. And I actually, fun fact, I've never had a nine to five before. I came really? out of high school doing uh, music. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's it's achievable. That's it is good. achievable. It is. Um, uh-huh. Were there ups and downs? And, and, and oh, I mean, of course. In and, <laughs> and, times where I was trying to find my next cheeseburger, absolutely. But it is achievable. You know, achievable. it's not for everybody, but it's achievable. You got the cheeseburger. I yeah. thought you would have the ramen. Yeah, I was at least at a cheeseburger. I've <laughs> okay. never been beneath. Yeah. Wow, like, I've never had to. You know, you that's success. I, I, but I eat noodles by choice, though. Okay, yeah, I go yeah, buy some that, noodles that, now. I, I, I go yes. buy some noodles now. But I'm saying, like, at least you had a dollar. You didn't have. But he said right. he was never forced into yeah. the noodle life. Mm-hmm. He chose it. Right. That's <laughs> still, a, I still not, do. I still give me some noodles. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're coming out at you start branching out of, I guess let's say that the, those beginnings where you're at the church. When is the, I guess, one of your first big jobs, or where do you start to feel like you're starting to move? Um, first big jobs. For me, it wasn't really, the way that I defined big wasn't really based on the money. It wasn't really based on the name. It was more so the trust level started to expand. Okay. So I may be working with a local artist, but they want me to do the project. They want me to see it through. They want me to work on the branding. For me, that was a big deal. Yeah. The more, huge, the yeah. more, yeah, the more responsibility someone entrusted to me, that was, I felt like I was, that made me feel like I'm making it because if this person can see it, then Beyonce can see it. Mm-hmm. And Mary J. Blige one yeah. day will see it. Yeah. But you know, for me, that was a big deal. Um, I don't really name drop, so I won't get into names that I've worked with, but I've done really good, really, really well for myself. You dropped two. Um, I was just picking them up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't I won't get into that because that's something that I actually teach my artists. So I can't I have to live yeah. up to that. We don't we don't do that. Just because we want to let uh, things speak for themselves. That you makes know? sense. Yeah. And so what we do is uh, we just go, you know, uh, look up things and everything is out there. Everything I've ever done can you know, yes. can be researched. But that was a big deal to me when people started okay. to trust me with things. Because that said a lot to me um, because I know that people are very, you know, um, people are very cautious when it comes to music, business, money, 
things like that. So when yeah. people are giving me $5,000 budgets, you know, at 16 and 17 years old and saying, hey, I trust you to do what you think should be done with this. To me, I felt like I had made it. You know, how, how is your uh, your family and your parents looking at you where you're like 16? Uh, trust me, nobody ever handed me 5000 anything at 16 years old. Right. Yeah. And if they gave me $5,000 at 16 years old, it would have been a horrible song. You're right. Like, I like oh, <laughs> right. It's, it's the Mario Brothers theme. Yeah. I tried, but I spent all your money. Right. So, and, and, you yeah. know, and I had moments <laughs> of irresponsibility financially, but I was always able to keep. Uh, I always had a good discipline about myself, even okay. even at, at a young age. I was able to to uh, manage the budget, the business budget well, okay. and then I blew my own money, you know, my portion <laughs> out of it. But I didn't, you know, I wasn't blowing the, the client's money, but I definitely did spend my money rather quickly um, at that age. But my parents were very, um, I grew up with, with, it was four boys total, and three of them were athletes. So the whole house, therefore, was an athletic sports games every Saturday type of house so i was definitely the black sheep hence where uh <laughs> black comes from that's not uh, actually my last name okay yeah so i just kind of played with that because i always felt um like the black sheep Are not you, because you they the made me or the oldest I, and i was the oldest okay so you're the oldest right you're the singer wow. everybody else i'm the weird sports. one yeah and everybody okay. else is on, playing no yeah. sport right no sports. you've been interested in any sports well no I, I, i've tried a few and then i had one incident where somebody hit me so damn hard on the field, my damn helmet flew off of my body. Yeah, and um, you got there's nothing and so, wrong. But see, God has a way of shaking that's, you. That, that's 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 what and, he does. And, and oh, I'm not knocking you. I'm not interested in sports at all. And he got his his head blown you, off. Uh, so I was in a practice, and I remember the coach was like, "Here, you just gonna run the ball." And I took the ball, and then I woke up yeah. on the ground wow. outside of my home. Ball. I'm like, "What happened?" He goes. Man, you cut and jump, and then one dude hit you and spun you in the air, and then the other dude hit you while you was in the air. But the coach was just happy that I held onto the ball. Holding on the ball was completely involuntary. Like, I woke up just with the ball in my hand. I was like, what? <laughs> Last time. I said, I'm done. Yeah. I said, Who would want to do that? I said, why? Yeah. Why do y'all sign up for this? Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'm done. I'm through. I'm out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can but, imagine you know, the pressure in the Lord family. shakes you. Right. But yeah. imagine living with yeah. a yeah. house full of athletes. <laughs> and at that time, I felt completely weird. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just like I was just completely, you know. And so for me, I gave it a try. And uh, that was my sign and my parents' sign. So at that <laughs> yeah. point, I had no issues with them trying to pressure me anymore. Because at that point, they're trying to stay out of the emergency room. Okay. Um, okay. And so I was able to to really, you know, decide and make a decision to focus on what I already know that I was put here to do. Okay. And that was music and the business of music. So makes sense. You know, and I've been focused ever since then. How are your brothers with you in the music? Um, they love it. Actually, one of my brothers, who um is also currently an athlete also just recently started like rapping out of nowhere and i'm not talking about like you know hustle and flow or whatever no disrespect to the movie but <laughs> i'm not talking about like abc but really three but all of yeah. a sudden he just has these bars that just wow up, and yeah. he just can go and it never ends it's nothing amateur about it it's crazy i'm, gonna have, to, I'm gonna have to bring him on that's the show dope. yeah but no, that's, um, actually, that's really dope yeah so but they've always been supportive they come to the shows i mean one time they had to do security, just any any little thing. You know, they just they kind of get in where they fit in yeah. and, and show their support in their own way, which is always that's, cool. Yeah, that's positive. Yeah. When your brothers do security for you, yeah, that's a that's a really big one there. Instead well, you mess around, and really get your ass whooped. Too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you I'm know? gonna get my ass whooped for my brother though. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do security for this nigga over here. Uh, uh, <laughs> I well, probably have to do security for you. Though. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's how it works. Oh, y'all can both come do it for me. 
Oh, that, 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 you know that, what I'm saying? That, 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 that's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. So you are, I was like, you're one of, one of four. Wow. You're the oldest. You actually, now you're starting to, you feel comfortable branching out into music after mm. that that incident with whatever happened mm. on, on the field. Yeah. So now that you're out there, what, I guess what was your what what was your goal? What were you trying to do? Yeah, my goal was to um to execute because I know that I'm all over the place. My goal just became to execute even in my chaos, whatever I was doing at the time, to execute it to the absolute fullest. So if I was in the studio recording, um I perfected that and I I worked on that. I got that music out. And so in that time, that's what I was doing. That's what I was focused on. And then when I transitioned into, you know, because I had to, because I didn't have the money to have a team and mm. get somebody to help me with branding and all that, because I had to learn the business of music, um, because there was no agency for me to join, um, I became my own manager. And so then I went into business mode. And it was really amazing how I was able to kind of split myself into these different characters. It was almost kind of concerning how I was able to uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was able to uh to really just split myself up because some that you know that's an artist's worst nightmare yeah to have to do those things for them, all the other for all the stuff. yeah and have to be that many different people you know representing yourself you're doing the the the, uh, the singing the recording and all that and yeah. for me it was I found I found it to be fun and it was just a, it was a challenge that I welcomed always and I, I mean I, it's pretty good too because yeah. you, you nobody can do it better than yourself Especially like when you're your own stylist, when you're writing your own mm -hmm. stuff, when you're trying to negotiate your own deals, mm -hmm. it takes a special type of human being to be able to unlock parts of their brain to compartmentalize actually how to do that. That's mm -hmm. amazing, man. Yeah. My hat goes off to you. Yeah. You know, so I, I, so now I, I try to teach that to artists that you don't wait. First of all, when you do get a chance to get a team, you still make sure that you are very nosy about everything <laughs> and you stay involved yeah. and you stay, yeah. you know, but, um, it's nothing wrong with that either. It's nothing wrong with being um, frugal and or wise enough to know that if I don't need, if this is not overwhelming me yet, I don't absolutely need a team and absolutely need a manager. You know, it doesn't make you any more of an artist to be to have rep representation or any less if you don't. You know, so um, preach, yeah. man. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I guess when in the in the beginning of your career, what made you stay in Houston? Because the prevailing wisdom at the time would definitely mm -hmm. be to leave. And it still is. I, uh, I would, yeah, yeah, it still is. That yeah. is still the, okay. the thing. Okay, and go. I get that question all the time. Why won't you go, ooh, if you went to L.A., you would be, and in my mind, yeah. Um, actually, the name of the reality show is Houston, the New Hollywood. Okay. And I say that because my goal is always has always been to create a Hollywood, if you will, right here in Houston. That's I don't dope. understand the concept of having to leave and go somewhere else to be successful when I was born and raised and put all of my work in here. Oh, yeah. So I literally always knew that I was like, no, because I don't, you know, I got separation anxiety. I'm a mama's boy. It's too many different <laughs> things. Um, so I don't just want to up and leave. Now, I've been to L.A. and I've worked in L.A. and I have clients in L.A. So I prefer the back and forth. I don't necessarily want to live there until I have the means to have a house there and have a house here. And it's just that's just what I want. So, yeah. Yeah. The rebel in me just wouldn't, I, you know, damn near I didn't go because I was being told to go. And it's almost like, no, I'm going to do this yeah. a different way just <laughs> okay. because. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Don't tell me how to do things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I literally created my own Hollywood, my own scene here. And so 
I fly in people to come do seminars here. Um, I, you know, fly in American Idol. Candace Glover has come here to do a concert. Mm-hmm. Um, just different things that I'm working on, um, you know, and different connections I've made. I have them come here so they can see what we have to offer. Because I don't care what nobody's saying. I'll say this boldly. Houston, ain't nobody out singing. Hey, listen, ain't nobody out singing Houston. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Know? Y'all okay. may out do whatever else. You know, I know yeah. L.A. is a dance capital and all that and whatever. But <laughs> you want to hear some singing, you come on down to Houston. Nobody you else know? singing. And people in the industry know that. They know that you don't come to Houston and just halfway sing because you will uh-huh. get ate up. Now, you were talking about, like, oh, okay, so Candace Glover. Mm-hmm. How do you make that connection? Like, um, Candace was here in town um, doing a show. Um, uh, I think she was singing at a fashion show. Uh, shout out to Vincent Powell. He was actually the curator behind that. And I, we were on the same ticket. Okay. And so we meet backstage, that classic story to where we're in the same place. You know, same time. It was fake. Same time, yeah. You know, so we meet backstage, instantly hit it off. And uh, from there, we've been friends ever since. And That's what's we, up. We were in the studio, I think, maybe a month later. And we have a duet out now. Um, As you do. Love No Fear. Yeah. So, Let's um, actually play, because uh, we have a video uh, of you. And Candace. Okay. Let's play a little bit of that. And I'm a nigga in position later, later. I know you used to niggas calling you, baby. I'm usually known for making bitches go crazy. Diamonds ain't nothing when I'm rocking with you. But let's see how the Gucci on the summer edition. I mean, swimsuits up in Berlin. Now, what was it about Candace that kind of made you think or, 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 or the connection between you two? Uh, Candace is just a genius at what she does. Okay. She's a stellar singer. Yeah, she's a stellar writer. Um, there was nothing about her that I could not really relate to. You know, it's almost like boy and girl versions of yeah. each other. Yeah, I can see so, that. Cause yeah, yeah. Naturally, when you uh, yeah. get on a track together, you compliment each other. Sometimes you get when you listen to people, you hear somebody carrying the other one. You guys get on. It's it's yeah. Or somebody yeah. just got over the other one, where yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this person is just right. And yeah. for us. <laughs> We just naturally, we didn't even have to really build that. We just naturally always knew how to kind of rotate in orbit around each other. You yeah, know, um, I'm good. never in her way. She's never in mine. And so, you know, I think it's about time we do something else. That's been a few years. But, yeah, that's my sister at this point. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, what made you decide to create the agency? Because you taught, you, you alluded to the agency mm-hmm. a few times. So, I mean, let's talk about the name of your agency why you created it, mm-hmm. and what's the, the, the goal behind that? Um, the 713 Agency um, is just the thing that I wish I had when I was coming up, you know, and we talked about that a little bit off camera. I just had no direction, so mm-hmm. I had to make, you know, um, which was all in God's plan. Now I know that, mm-hmm. you know, because in order to be able to start the 713 Agency and to properly run it, I needed to go through through those things. But, it's just to give that guy or that young lady that just doesn't really know, you know, has the raw talent, but doesn't know how to cultivate um, the mood and what moves to make. And, you know, just really the direction of it all is why I created it um, so that the younger artists um, have somewhere to go and get artist development. Because, you know, in order to create our own Hollywood or the, you know, um, equivalent to it. In Hollywood, there's, you get signed. There's artist development. Yeah. You take that time to hone in on your craft. You, you know, you perfect it, you get in the studio, you record, you experience vocal producers, co-writers, you know. And in Houston, Absolutely. we don't 
you know, that isn't really pushed. It's like mm-hmm. you just get in the studio, you start recording, nobody helping you with your, with your process. It doesn't sound good. It's not mixed. It's not mastered. Mm-hmm. So I created the agency, first of all, to promote unity, you know, because that's been a big thing. And then um, also to, to help people create that foundation that is important. You know, I don't know why people think you just can. There's a process with everything. So I don't know why people think they can just kind of skip through the process. It could be a big things, effect from like know. rap. Because with rap, I do feel like it's a it's a quicker to kind of get. It's like, look, we can get you in the studio, and we can make something. But it's kind of, I'm thinking like just when you said that, uh, Beyonce and her development of uh, the the two sisters, mm, Chloe and Halle, they were. I remember it was a thing where they had been getting developed for so long. I kind of forgot about them. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I was like, these yeah. girls have been with them forever. They ain't never gonna put out nothing. Right. And then when they did, it, it was sense. such a so complete. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, and really, it's just like okay, we took the time out absolutely to get this stuff together. So yeah, that that's like a big thing. I think when uh, we're talking about developing a singer, a lot of that plays into it. It's gonna yeah. take a lot more development, I think. And if you really invest the time. The results are it's like a Chloe and Haley. It's it's literally like I when I first heard that album, I was like, Oh Yeah, this, it's developed. Yeah, yeah that's the whole point. Yes. Yeah. It's complete, you know, and so that's something that I did not have as a young artist. And if it was available, you know, not that I'm starting the first agency ever in the world, but if it was available, I did not know about it. Which mm-hmm. means that it was not moving enough. Yeah. And so more than the agency, I've really my goal is to, and, it's, and I'm so blessed because I'm looking at it become a movement. Okay. And it's really taking on a life of its own, you know. Um, I, you know, I founded it and I've put it out there. But to see people take it and, 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 and to get signed to it and proudly want to announce, hey, I'm a part of the 713 Agency. And put it out there and watch their people, you know, and to watch the people that support them be excited for them because they know that something yeah. different is about Absolutely. to happen. You know, so for me that is... Um, it, it is really priceless just to see the effect that it's having on the city, you know. Yeah. Um, That's real positive. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It's really. It, it, it really. It really is confirmation for me that all the sacrifices and everything I've gone through, it all finally makes sense. Yeah. Um, at twenty nine, yeah. why I was lost at thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, yeah. on up. You know, to to be honest with you, just to up until recently. Because although I've been going, I, I've I'm, really I've, I've been working, but I I've always felt a little bit uneasy about what is my purpose like what is you know i'm singing i'm doing shows i'm doing but none of that really fulfilled me like this does mm. how yeah. long is this age how long have you uh how long has this agency agency been around we just made a 30 30 days 30 days and in 30, 30 days. days we already succeeded over 27 28 clients man yeah i mean that's really important to have it. even just developing an artist rapper whatever singer just the tiny tiniest tiniest detail i'm sure when you first started and you would sing a song on, uh, you would record a song and you'd hear it and you'd be like, why doesn't it sound like the radio? Nobody told you something as simple as like EQ. Well, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And those tiny things. I mean, let's talk about that then. Since, yeah. since we're talking about this is a new agency, but we want people to know like uh, the amount of experience that you have in the game considering you've been doing this since you've been 13. What were some of those mistakes that you were making early on that you're like, okay, I'm, I'll be making sure you don't make these mistakes. Well, the first thing, which I'm, I'm so glad, that's a, a great question. The first thing is 
for me, what was very traumatic for me, I dealt with, and I oftentimes ended up in situations where there was a false sense of family. Mm. So people would bring me into these camps and they would say, we got you. And those words, I would hang on those words. And it, and, every, and it wouldn't really be the truth. And every record label says we yeah. family. Right. Like yeah. we family. That's like we a all, thing. We you know? all family. We family and, and that's this, too, we family that. That's Until the beginning. money gets paid out. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Look at all of G-Unit. Okay. So, yeah. and, but you know what? The, the, it's it's something. That's the, the beginning stages of the manipulation. Mm. Um, mm. And, you know, and to get you at a certain level of comfortability to go along with the flow. Okay. Even when it doesn't benefit you. It doesn't feel good to you. It doesn't seem right. And because we've been told we got you and we're going to take just trust us, you yeah. know, those yeah. all those things that typically make a human feel yeah. a certain level of security. We're told those things. And that's never really the intent. And because I went through a lot of that, I always knew I never knew that it would be an agency, but I always knew I wanted to create something or who even just the people that work with me, my band or whoever. I always wanted it to be a real family. And okay. when I say the words, I got you. I really got you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so um, that to me is important. And that is another reason why, um, in addition to just wanting to bring attention and make young artists aware, also to give artists that feel like because they've reached a certain age or because they made a mistake or had a, you know, um, had to stop because they had a family or unexpected, whatever mm-hmm. may have happened, feeling like they don't have a, you know, they can't jump back in when you want to. You know what I'm saying? So also there's a rebranding department. Um, even okay. artists that you know, wow. you know, their career got interrupted. They had to go to jail, or they had something traumatic happen, and they just feel like it's over for them. For me, I'm purposely pulling those people in because I just want to see them go from one extreme to the next. And more than me see it, I want them to be able to see that. Okay, well, I thought this was completely over for me, and we come back in and we rebrand it, we re-record it, we re whatever needs to be redone, and you're able to see it still come to fruition. Now, does that mean that everybody? Is going to be a global global success? Absolutely not. And so I don't promise that to anybody. Mm-hmm. What I promise is to position you, you know, and and even mentally because we have a life coach that we've brought on because we know this is bigger than music. And so um, artists deal with a lot of mental blocks. And so it was important to me to have somebody on the team that could handle that up and down mm-hmm. thing that we all experience. Um, and then we have an image consultant. So for those that felt like, you know, maybe they gained a bunch of weight or we have a trainer, we have just things that are outside of the walls of the studio. Yeah. You know, that. but the things that still matter, you know. Trying to give people a better life experience and hopefully that reflects in, well, one, their life and then the music. And then the music, yeah. Oh, and it absolutely. does. It's, it's, it's definitely um, connected. You can tell when you have an artist in front of you who is living a certain kind of life. Oh, yeah. it, 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 it does it does a good thing for the passion yeah. and you can see it and it makes you very believable and relatable yeah but then in the packaging of everything that's where it shouldn't be reflected we still want to come out with our best foot forward oh, yeah you know absolutely absolutely so when we're talking about so one of the things you're saying is that you want artists to avoid the whole getting trapped and manipulated in the family aspect I want artists to look at the facts let and treat this like a business. Right. Yeah. Okay. So right. what are some of the other things, just looking from your experience mm-hmm. that you dealt with coming up? Um, one of the big things that we are also highlighting is the legal end of everything. Okay. And when it comes to protection and copywriting and how that actually is supposed to be handled. Um, one of the biggest misconceptions, misconceptions is, is that someone can do that for you. 
Yeah. If someone is taking your stuff and you're allowing them to go and copyright it for you, I got news for you. It's, that's now y'all song. And so <laughs> uh, most times, you know, yeah, so yeah, it's just yeah, that's it's, usually it's how teaching it works. artists. The agency is, you know, my one of my goals is to teach a certain level of independence and to get out of the mindset that because I'm the talent, I don't need to be involved with anything else other than I need to show up saying whatever. It's like we're going to be we're going to be nosy mm-hmm. about everything. I need mm-hmm. to know what the finance is looking like. I need to know what I got paid for this show. Where's the receipt of that? Like just we have to get more involved and stop being so Hollywood about it, especially prematurely and just be a part of the process. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to encourage that. So when we're having business meetings, the artists are invited. They're encouraged to come. You know, sometimes they have to come and we just <laughs> we want it all out there so everything can be inclusive. And there are there, there should not be any secrets. You know, if you have a team and manager and, you know, things like that, there's nothing that should be off limits to you, the talent, you know, the star of it all anyway. And looking at that as a business, because you mm-hmm. watch, I, I feel like it's almost a cliche where you see the biopic of any musical talent, any musical star, and no matter what their success is, and this is not just whether real life or even um, uh, like a documentary or, or even if it's a, a, a fake made up story, you know, that first album, it's always like, Oh, well, you just go sing, or you go mm-hmm. rap, or you go dance, you go whatever, and we're handing. It's like some guys in the, you know, I saw some guys in the room, but I don't know what they talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you go back that whether it's new, new edition, edition or whether, I mean, the um, new edition movie. Yeah. You're looking at it where it's like when well, they got their money, and you're like, up, we have to split up seven cents between you. Here guys. goes thirty five cents, <laughs> and you're like, you spent your whole year of your young life right now doing this, you're working, and then nobody in this room checked anything. And the people that y'all paid to check stuff didn't check anything. Oh, they checked it. <laughs> yeah. they I'm checked. about to say that. That's all right. They checked it right into their own pocket. Right. Exactly. They checked yeah. it and, and, and Because they knew that you were not <laughs> yeah. interested in that, yeah. you know, that we got you that they sold you. Yeah, and that we're yeah. going to take care of it that they sold you. They knew you, they knew you fell for it and that you believed it. So um, for me, it is important to pull each and every artist in, you know, board style meeting, you know, um, and or board meeting style and just have them and lay it all out. This is what's going on. So we're basically teaching artists how to manage themselves. Mm-hmm. And then when the career gets demanding enough to get a manager, you still know everything that needs to be happening. And you can really be the CEO of yourself. And of okay. your brand. Now, are you out here seeking out certain artists, or is it just anybody can come to you? To be honest with friend? you, I haven't had time to. Okay. It has been so, it has spread like a wildfire, and I haven't even put up an official submission address. I haven't even, I haven't even done that. The artists literally are coming, and I don't know how some of them are even finding out about it, <laughs> actually, because we haven't had time to really do, I'm, this is the first day of media. Yeah, this is okay. the first time That's I'm on crazy. I'm on any platform talking about the seven one three eight. Wow! And already I'm having to find, having to hire junior level executives to help me come on and, and to manage it. Because at this point, it's too much for even just me. It's a blessing. Yeah, and that's in thirty days and some change now. And so, um, you know, Liz Vaughn, we have her in the building now. She is my my partner and vocal coach to the to the agency. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah, she. Oh, wow. But but you know, she and maybe two or three other people are my only real team right now um i haven't even finished completing the entire 
you know, dream team yet and dream team yet. And we already have like I'm going to probably have to stop accepting for mm. a minute to get everything just to get everything yeah to more. finish everything you know but yeah. um that just speaks on the level um or how much of a need was there mm. at the mm. first sign of it being available to people they yeah. are ready to be a part now, you know what was the first sign to you to start it if we're talking about this is this is relatively new and you've been doing this for a while what was the point where you're like you know what i just need to yeah, I need to well, show people how to do. Well, that. let's talk yeah. business. Let's talk music business, um, or just business in general. Um, the, I, I knew that this was something that I wanted to do um, when my inbox would be full of a bunch of, you know, well, what you think I should do about? I knew when I got tired of typing all day long and not receiving no cash apps that mm-hmm. at some point I'm going to have to turn this into a business and monetize it because it takes too much of my time mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me not to. So I have to be honest with myself going into it. It was like, okay, well, I'm just going to create like a little service, a little, you know, I, I had no idea that it would be something that would move the city, you know, um, or, or kind of start to, to shape another culture that is more industry driven. Mm-hmm. When I did it, it was just like supposed to be some side, you know, my little side, you, okay. know, change uh, okay. you know, so um, it was a business move for me. And, and then, you know, my heart started to really come into it when I started to look at these artists and see myself as Chad J. Yeah. When I first got started and was yeah. completely lost and and you know, and then once I started to make the connection that, well damn, this is what all of that was about. This is full circle. You know, then I was able to which which was very quickly my heart, you know, mm. it became a, a um a heart thing for me and a God thing for me when I connected the dots that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be at this exact time. So take it serious and 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 um you know execute it you know and so that's what i'm what i'm doing you know but this is the first official day of media and so the word is already wow yeah so you're announcing it right now on the in my humble opinion podcast yeah but it's already already. out there like yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. that is good that's amazing it's a blessing it's kind of like a i mean it's a it's a high key blessing that you had to go through everything that you went through well, now as that I rocky know, yeah. as it was, now that I know why, you know, um, I, you know, now that I know why I went through it, it's so interesting because each one of the artists that are coming to me, they have like their own story. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a very, it's, it's very intense. All of them, you yeah. know, none of them have this cookie cut, cookie cutter past. Everybody comes with some girth and some substance, you know, you know, when it comes to who they are and what they've gone through. So we can all really relate to each other, you know, in a sense to where it's been up and down for us all. You know, and we each are just where we are in our journey. But, um, you know, even from the artists and then I was even very particular about the coaches, you know, that I, that I chose, you know, um, because I needed them to have a certain substance to be able to pull from that same experience uh-huh. and be able to, you know, effectively coach, you know. And so when we when you say Liz Vaughn in the city of Houston as a as a musician and as a singer, she's accomplished so so much. And there's, you know. Um, that's that resume is is endless. But then when you say Liz Vaughn, my friend that I know behind closed mm-hmm. doors, um, I think about the trauma and the pain and the, the the different things that have contributed to who she is as a person and now you know um, also as an artist and now as a coach. You know, oh, okay. and, and, and and you know, and we'll get into that. But there's a story that um, 
that positions. Yeah, I would love for her to. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah can, please. Can I was trying to get y'all the cue. I was trying to make it a smooth transition. Yeah, you were. You can actually roll that chair right over here and just come right over here. And that way you can speak into the mic. It's a, it's a, you just got to speak directly mm-hmm. into the mic. Okay. Uh, straight on. So let's let you get situated in mm-hmm. first. Now, what prompted you to want it? So you, you two are working together. Uh, is this an a, a equal partnership? Are you working as a coach? What, what prompted you to start working with him? Well, this I'm gonna say this, and uh, I'm gonna give it to you. This is a friendship, okay, that um, is uh, at a certain level to where um, we can trust each other, you know, in our business endeavors. Okay. And so, first of all, it's a friendship, and it is um, something that may have started off as my baby, but in that, and I'm gonna let her explain how that how it's connected. But in that, she was able to birth a baby that you know she had kind of been holding on to and so it just was it was just crazy because none of it has really been planned out Mm, it literally has happened and it literally feels like fate you know and like it just is time for these things to happen and to come full force and so now liz vaughn i want you to kind of piggyback (laughs) off of that how y'all doing? Oh, here you can speak directly into there. There here, we go. You, you know what? Okay. There we so, go. So, how y'all doing? Uh, like you said, I'm Liz Vaughn, and uh, I've been singing for a really long time. I've been doing this most of my life, and um, I have had the opportunity to travel with um, some people that helped shape my career I sang background for Regina Bell for probably about 10 years and Mm. so I've been able to travel all over the world with her and gain some you know perspective and knowledge in the industry and I've done several one-offs with other artists or whatever and so um experience in in that manner um grew up in a musical family always singing but um come to this point in life and you do think that I'm, I'm 48 and you, you do get to a point to where you allow people to tell you uh, your expiration date mm. on gifting, which is crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because this, this is it's a gift and, and I understand it as that. Um, so I'm not really sure why I allowed people to give me an expiration on something mm-hmm. God gave me. That's mm-hmm. not something you can really do. You don't mm-hmm. get to determine that. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. you don't. You don't get to determine that. But um, I never stopped. I've, I've been. I never stopped. I've been singing full time uh, here in this city for at least 15 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met Chad. Um, I, I think we determined. Because we had this thing where we look up and be like, how long have we been? How friends? long have we been? Yeah. <laughs> it's been over, yeah definitely it's been over, over 10, 10 years. Yeah, it's been, yeah. And, um, of course, we met through other musical friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of people didn't really think that we would build mm-hmm. our own yeah. separate relationship. Yeah. But that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a person with a very old soul. So, <laughs> therefore, it was not... Weird yeah. at all mm. that um, you know this twenty year difference friendship really mm-hmm. is real, um, but 
I've dabbled and dabbled in, in vocal coaching and in my style of vocal coaching because mm-hmm. it's holistic. My approach is, is different. Um, I don't claim or profess to be a vocal teacher, though I know some technique to definitely, you know, create and uh, add longevity to your voice. But I am a coach, and I, I think about it from the standpoint of the game of football. I, I love football. So I think about it more from that standpoint that you come to me with a talent, and it's my – job to enhance it and, and show you where it works best okay. and to you know just get you to where you need to be to create that star out there on that field only mine is on the stage and so i really love prepping artists for the stage so mm. people who are very serious about doing this so artists i you know i definitely keep that word out mm. in the front artists and as he said you know it's it's funny but um, I'm a very spiritual person, so I believe that God gives artists that backstory because he knows that we need it to drive. It it drives us, you know, and in my backstory, I have experienced quite a bit of death, um, one being the murder of my 20-year-old son. Mm. Um, my son was murdered in 2016. He was a dancer and on his way you know, to doing this thing for real. Cause that's his dream was to dance with Chris Brown. That was his, mm-hmm. that's who drove him to start dancing. And, you know, he was able to definitely get into his craft. Um, but his life was cut short over some senseless, you know, mm. mess. And so um, that is something that shook me to my absolute core for sure. However, um, my son didn't think anybody was better than his mom as a vocalist. So therefore, if I stop, I would be dishonoring him and I would uh, never do that. Okay. So therefore, I I push, you know, and I have two smaller children and they continue to help me, you know, push through my day and um so this this venture that and this journey that I've started on with Chad, um, I decided to create a company and to partner and take on seven one three as a client. So my company is Cage Bird Entertainment, and um, it's something I wrote a song years ago called Cage Bird. I thought and yeah, that. yeah. So it 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 is. It's this Oliver's been in the song. works for a, a <laughs> yeah. really long time. This, is this song, this is a song I did with Chris Dave. You know, Houston native that's out there doing his thing. And uh, Luke Austin. And years ago, y'all, mm. like literally probably about 10 years ago, we did this song. And it's sad. Didn't do anything about it. But the the title and the, the premise of it just never left me. Just cage bird, cage bird. But see, we have to set people free. We have to release these cage birds. And that's the thing of... You know, that's sort of my approach with the the coaching. Like, I want to release what is inside these people. I had not connected that yet. I feel a little bit. I feel late. I feel like I should should know. I I have to release what's inside of these people. Each one of them come with something really special, Mm -hmm. and I feel like as the vocal coach, I gotta find that. You know, and I'm I'm coming from a mental health background too, so I, I it's my natural tendency to just. (laughs) <laughs> people are like stop diagnosing me not, I'm not trying to do that but I, I am into the human mind you know okay. and so um, I dig and I listen I listen a lot and I do my sessions 
tend to turn into a like a therapy session Mm -hmm. that you know ultimately though is to help you be stronger on that stage because you have to be in touch with who you are and i want strong artists and i want heartfelt artists i don't want you up there in your head i want you in your heart the whole thing is to get you out of your head because you know we'll we'll we can psych ourselves out mm-hmm. in the mind and, you know, cause ourselves to completely fail when we know what we have. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming from your heart, your heart will not let you down. Absolutely. It will not let you down. And yeah. so that's my, you know, my whole approach with working with these artists. Just get inside yourself, inside your heart, and tell these people what it is that you want them to know. They will connect to it if it's genuine. Mm-hmm. They will connect to it. Okay. Okay. I mean, you say Caged Bird Entertainment, correct, Liz? That's good. And what, you say your your background is in mental health, correct? Yeah, that is my trade. Absolutely. That's okay. my trade. Um, what do you do in mental health? I worked as a mental health case manager as well as facilitated groups for probably about 13, 14 years. I did um, hmm. conflict resolution and... Um, Groups to help with anger management. And <laughs> a lot of stuff that artists need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's, look, look, that's look. yeah, literally that, what that, I was getting that, at. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, I mean, just talking, especially to Chad, uh, coming from just being Chad J, and just watching any artist, mental health is a big thing of going into something of going, I have a talent, I'm trying to make money off of this talent, and then I don't know where I'm going, and the people that I'm trusting are basically messing me it's not pg they're fucking me over yeah and like it's a it's it and i i, I bounce this this uh question to both of you uh chad first when how did you going from chad J to chad black in between there was there any bitterness going on first of all can you believe the thing like <laughs> I look up everything, bro. We got we got we, I yeah, came here and they bombarded it. me with that. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. Cause y'all wanna, wanna, we y'all wanna, wanna know. interview interview. Yeah. Yeah. This is not I mean, isn't it disrespectful when you come in and I'll be like, Yeah, I heard one song. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you researched yeah. research. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You yeah. threw me off a little bit. Um okay. <laughs> That's a friend moment. Um but the bitterness, absolutely. Every emotion that you can think of happened between Chad J and Chad Black, you know, and I ended up um, being a victor or victorious. And so that's how I was able to transition and, and, and take on a new identity. But I literally had to separate myself from that person. Whatever you went and seen, I'm, I haven't seen it in years, intentionally. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at because mm-hmm. when we first said, and I, and I said that to you, you were like, that's a different person. Yeah. yeah. And and you really, we yeah. really have it on camera where you really, there's something that happened to me that was almost like, for a moment, if I can just really uh, break it down or break. Go ahead. Break down. Break the walls down. It really was almost like it felt offensive. Mm, if I'm I can sorry. be honest with you. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. What you did was ignite something and you reminded me of something that helped me to, I just, on this show, it came full circle for me on what it was what it you know that everything i went through was for this moment mm, and that that guy still matters and he still mm. contributed to something that experience Absolutely. connected yeah. to that name so um although it it is not a good memory for me what you did was remind me in in, in its reality and i have to deal with that and accept that and i have a way of separating myself from think from memories that 
I don't, you know, that I don't enjoy, you know, remember. And so when you said that to me, it literally jolted me. And I knew I had to sit up. I knew I was getting ready to be interviewed. <laughs> and so it was a, yeah, it was like a, yeah, what I came here to do passively because I do this. Yeah. Um, it really kind of made me have to be like, okay, so we're dealing with real, a real, you know, yeah. these people did research. Yeah. And, be, and because in my mind, it pisses me off that it's still available and really? that it still can be researched because uh -huh. I have fought to have it um, down and all that kind of, because that infuriates me. I, I had a moment in here when, we, well, when you, you said that to me. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. Yeah. I, you know, I'm you've just being a, real. I will say you've done a good job of, of, of getting it because we were looking, I mean, there's a point where it's like there's a little bit of stuff and then it just stops. And then it's just Chad Black exists. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, what? I said, where's, he's been doing this for a minute. For where's a all the while. Stuff? So that, that does show, like, it's like, no, we, we there was a, there was a definite, um, you definitely took, made the effort to get rid of that old person. Mm -hmm. Like, that's well, it. Well, to yeah. be clear, it wasn't that person, but it was that person that went through. Yeah. You know, yeah. all of the things that he went through with the in, within the industry, and just the mere fact that it can be researched is against my will mm. because I've asked for it to be removed. Oh I wow! You know, currently fighting for it to be yeah. removed, so that yeah. is still a reminder okay. that yeah. my fight at that age is still happening. I understand. Meanwhile, I'm trying to help. You know, and I'm doing. And we also like that. the fact that you're out here trying to make sure that new artists don't go don't what you go have through. that out there. Yeah, because you have uh, to know yeah. that for me to randomly change my name. Yeah. That that was um, uh, an escape. Mm. It was not a, a me being um, creative. You know, it wasn't uh, a creative decision. Uh, yeah. I thought it was creative. Yeah. No, no, no. no. It, it, it's creative because I'm creative. But yeah. for me, on the inside of me, it's it like was a, a it was an escape, a separation, a okay. You're not gonna honor my wishes. I'll create another person. Like a prince thing. How about that? Yeah, you and, separated. And, and, you know and what? You definitely escaped. And I did it. And you yeah. definitely rose yeah. like a phoenix yeah. out the ashes. And, and you're I, doing your thing. I just completely rebranded. Yeah. And that taught me rebrand. Rebrand. All of this, uh, yeah. yeah. It came yeah. full circle. And yeah. you're seeing it like right now on the In My Humble Opinion podcast. Because a lot of times that's what it takes, too. Because I guess the other thing, too, when you talk about artists and you're talking about in terms of entertainment, you forget. I think a lot of people from the outside forget how much a company or a person can own another person's existence. essence. Like literally, I own everything about you, everything that you can produce, everything that you will become, your whole story. And it's like, yeah, and, and you see artists that have dealing with this for years where it's like, there's a company that owns pretty much the essence of me because I signed a document when I was like 15. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I said that there are so many things that we would do at 13, 14, 15, 16, all the way up in our early 20s where it's like, I don't want that to have to be the focal point and control the rest of my life. That I mean, that's just something that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy um, that one would even have the desire Yes. that much yes. in control of somebody else yeah. and what they're doing, you know? So it's twisted. And so for me, it that, for that reason, it infuriates me. Oh, yeah. You know? Because it feels, uh, it feels uh, like a violation and it feels abusive yeah. to me. It is. Um, so for, for that reason, which, again, guys, 
I didn't come here to talk about <laughs> I came here to give y'all a very well well rehearsed uh, <laughs> media rollout about this damn agency, this show, and it was going to be very, it was very perfected, huh? But, but that was not, you know, what was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. I and know, so but therefore, but I think it's awesome because it was another teaching moment, not even, you know, for you. Even like you said, mm-hmm. it brought you to a point that bitterness, though, like you said, you know, in between, you know, Liz, the 20 year old that was traveling all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Liz, the working artist, mother, wife every day doing this. People don't really understand that, you know, that you are a professional singer. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional singer because this is how I make money and pay bills every day. But. There are so many things that happened um, to deter me from industry over, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these years. Like I said, I'm 48 years old. I've been at this a long time. And it's not that I was never approached, you know, with, you know, different things. But you would be amazed at the things that people will ask you to do. Um, I, I can be very honest. My 20-year-old, I was uh, pregnant with him in 1994. I was asked to abort him by mm. a label. Mm. Yeah, wow. by a major label. Oh Just because of like, this is not part, this is not what we see in your career at all. This is a, yeah, Abort that's your baby. That's they had somebody to kind of, you know, slide it in there <laughs> to where I couldn't come back and, you know, I guess say this or that about the company they had this person to have a conversation with me as if it was his opinion and his idea but it was the label it was the label and you know i mean that's just one of the many disgusting Mm -hmm. things that i've been approached with uh from a label that absolutely turned me off and uh created some a lot of stigma and 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 trauma you know surrounded around somebody putting a piece of paper in my face like Mm. I that was something that was very it was traumatizing to me Mm. and still to this day it's not the most comfortable situation um because like he said it brings up something that I would prefer to forget Mm -hmm. and that piece of paper represents something that didn't always feel good to me and so you know I but I understand in business that um you know simple contracts and just coming to some terms Mm -hmm. are a good thing however I have to talk myself through that because those old you know that that stigma that I have on a contract Mm -hmm. continues to haunt me Mm, um absolutely and Mm. you know the thing that you were saying about you know how to put that back it's compartmentalizing Mm -hmm. you know we can compartmentalize that's that's i I think that's um another gift of an artist that's just something that we split our brains all the time Mm -hmm. you know because we have this creative we have this analytical side and we're you know trying to exist in life with both of them and it's it's almost like an inner battle because that creative Mm -hmm. side of you does not necessarily mesh with the analytical side and i have it very strong on both sides and it is you know it's a a daily struggle to to stay somewhere in the middle it is is a a daily struggle because as a creative i could just la 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 through 
you know, life, literally, because I'm, you know, I mean, I'd like to be able to take my time and just, you know, not be on anybody's schedule. And but Mm. of course, I'm a grown up and I'm a mother and a wife. And so I know that there are schedules and and constraints, time Mm. constraints that have to be followed or whatever. And so, you know, like I said, it's a constant battle. But to just really answer your question, of course, there, there is all sorts of bitterness that occurs. And for me, that question that you guys asked him, the one of the mistakes that he made early, mm-hmm. mine was I gave to everybody else's career very mm-hmm. early on. Like I said, I traveled the world with a lot of other people standing in their background and them knowing what I had to offer or give um, but being perfectly fine with keeping me right there and mm-hmm. not and you mm-hmm. know I was just grateful. To you were be just a happy part. to be a part yeah. of that. You I know knew I was it. living. I knew that's what it was gonna be. Yeah. You know, still this is experience. But then at what point does experience, you know, flip over to literally just being mm-hmm. okay? This is enough. You've gained enough experience Mm -hmm. in this. It's been way past time for you to do this for yourself. And that was my biggest mistake was Mm. giving and lending to everybody else's vision and kind of putting mine on the back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's good that you guys are out here now and you're exposing new artists. Uh, Actually, I'm sorry, because you guys are working with new artists you're also doing rebranding of old artists mm-hmm. or, or uh, we don't we don't say all but we say artists with experience with experience already, and maybe some negative experiences <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 so we're going and changing the narrative and we're also you know? talking about i mean even just now the way you two were talking when you talked about the bitterness i i like the fact that you're talking about things like life coaches and stuff like that to work through because that i mean you're saying you still don't even like to see a contract like the idea of a contract is still something where you're like, hey, I just from your own past experience, that turns you away. So these are things that have to get worked through, and it's a good thing your agency is pushing that. Where, How do people get in contact with you guys, and how can they become a part of this? Well, um, We'll start with what we've had time to do so far, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> the Instagram page uh, at the seven one three agency. Okay, um, and seven one three is the number. Um, so that is the right now the primary way to reach us, and then we have the seven one three agency, the same spelling at gmail dot com. Okay, those are the two main ways right now. Um, you know, if you send messages to either of those, somebody okay. will get back to you. Uh-huh. For now, now we're working on a website and we're working on you know other things, but. Uh, right now, that would be the most secure way to get in contact, you know, um, or or my direct page, um, Chad, which is Chad Black, and then seven one three, you know. So how do you spell Chad Black? C H A D D B L A C K, right? The color. All right, Chad Black seven one three. Okay, I mean that was actually wonderful. It was a good thing to have you guys come out. Plus, I mean. Just having a conversation. I know you say you came for a cookie cutter. Well, no, no let me, let me say that. Let me correct that. I didn't come for cookie cutter, but I am very, because I have a lot going on right now, yeah. I, I rehearsed for this. And yeah. this was something that I came to execute in a certain kind yeah, of way. I feel and, <laughs> and it wasn't an emotional way that I anticipated. Oh, it was yeah. very, okay, this is the information. This is the, you know, but of course, I didn't anticipate amazing 
narrators and, and, hey, and look, viewers. We appreciate. Um, it. We just talk. I anticipate, which which is the amazing thing because more than amazing, I didn't I didn't anticipate such authentic, yeah, um, unrehearsed but genuine conversation. You know, so I appreciate that. It's good to see people come out from any type of circumstance and be able to excel, and that's why it's good to have you guys here. And we just want to show. I mean, Houston, like any artist or anybody that comes up here, just have a conversation. It could be about yeah. anything. It's just excelling. And it's just, you know, we're just shooting, just shooting the shit, having a conversation. Right. Because it's all opinions. Right. And we're happy to have you guys, in my humble opinion. Uh, once again, you're Chad Black and Liz Vaughn. Liz Vaughn. Once again, in my humble opinion podcast, where the opinions are humbled and the thoughts aren't jumbled. It was really great to have you guys here, and we're out. All right. Fade to black. Face of the, the In My Humble Opinion sign. <laughs> <laughs>